it's a best platform for you to network and work with many, many other people and interesting people in the learning analytics community. It's a very uh, respectful community, regardless of who you are, your ideas will be put into consideration. In brief, it's exciting, interesting, and just go for it. Welcome to Solar Spotlight, conversations on learning analytics. This podcast series is produced by Solar, the Society for Learning Analytics Research, to engage the wider community with leading research, practice, and key issues in learning analytics. My name is Maren Scheffel, and I am your host for this episode. In today's episode, we will take a closer look at Solar's Executive Board, or EXEC for short. With the call for nominations for new members currently being open, we thought we would give you some insight into what members on the EXEC do. Executive members serve two-year terms, staggered every two years, so half the board is vacated and up for election biannually. There are usually 12 members on the board, five office bearers and seven members at large. Today I am talking to four of them, so let's get started. With me today I have my first guest, um, Yishan Tsai, and she will introduce herself a little bit. So, who are you, where do you work, and what is your focus in learning analytics? Hello, I'm Yishan Tsai. Um, I work at Monash University in Melbourne, Australia um, as a lecturer. I'm based in Centre for Learning Analytics, and my research focuses on uh, social technical issues around the adoption of learning analytics in institution settings, especially um, how, based on what we can learn, how can we better inform policy and strategy formation um, to ensure effective and responsible use of learning analytics. Um, and I'm also interested in how we can use learning analytics to better support uh, feedback processes, so what the implications may be for pedagogy, what the implications may be for the design of learning analytics. Some of our audience might actually know you or at least know your voice because you're also one of the hosts of this podcast series. How actually did you end up joining the exec? When did you join and um, more specifically, why did you join? What was the reason for you to say, hey, there's this exec committee and I really want to be part of that? I joined in 2019. Um, it was actually Eduardo Pardo, who was our previous uh, solar president, who asked me if I would be interested in nominating myself for the election, join the exec committee and um, together help the society grow. And so I thought about that. I was actually still fairly new to the um, the, the field and the, the community. I was only like in, in, in the field for only about two, three years and when, um, when I nominated myself for the election. Um, but I then thought about the suggestion and I thought, yeah, I have really enjoyed working in the field and I really enjoyed working with others and I I guess I, by then I already had um, a sense of belonging to the community and that kind of identity uh, of myself as a learning analytics researcher and that's why I then decided to um, go ahead and nominate myself for the election and and then I got elected and then joined um, in 2019. 
was it difficult really for you to make that decision or was it basically once Abelardo asked you was like oh yeah actually that would be nice and then you immediately jumped to it no it wasn't difficult yeah I definitely I mean <laughs> I'm not very good at saying no but it's not because I'm not good at saying no therefore I then <laughs> took that advice I definitely at the time when I when I uh, heard that suggestion I thought oh I'm sure I have thought that it was interesting that I had to nominate myself <laughs> uh, rather than somebody maybe nominating me, but I had to nominate myself. Um, but then I thought, yeah, that's something that sounds interesting and I would be interested in working with others and to do something that uh, leads to good impact on the society and um, help us uh, improve both research and practice in learning analytics. So I thought it, it's, it sounds fun. It was appealing as an idea uh, to myself. It didn't take long for me to decide that I, I would go ahead. Did you have um, many touch points before with uh, Solar, before you um, were approached by Abelardo to, to nominate yourself? Um, I did help with one of our institutional member uh, briefing. Um, so I, I helped with one brief before, so that probably I would say the only like real contact I had with uh, Sola specifically. But other than that, I was just a, a regular member of the society. And my first luck was luck 17. And what is your role within the executive now? What do you do? So right now, I um, co-chair the communication working group, and it's actually a working group I've been working um, at since I joined the exact in 2019. And um, at the time, when I first joined the exact, I also worked uh, in the uh, membership working group for a year. Um, and now I will also be returning to the membership working group again, work with you. Um, I'm also uh, one of the two vice president. These are the main roles I have. For, for anyone who, who's thinking about joining or who has now heard about Solar and um, has seen that the nominations are coming up, what would you suggest to them or what would you say to them, to anyone who thinks of joining? What would you recommend as like what they do or what they should think about when they debate, should I do it or should I not? Definitely go ahead. Uh, we always need an extra hand. There's always something that needs to be done or something that can be done better. Um, so the society is growing. Um, so we over the years, uh, we have um, started various initiatives. So um, when I joined the year, we um, started various new things. So in the uh, membership working group, we introduced into sort of a new style to the institutional member briefs uh, by introducing interview stories. And in the communication working group, uh, we started um, the podcast, um, Solar Spotlight, and webinar. Um, and also uh, last year, we started Nexus, the blog. Um, so um, these are just as, just as some of the things that I have directly participated in and uh, many things so apart from these working groups we also have um, inclusion working groups. Uh, in fact we have various working groups and we all work very closely 
together, and each person may participate in more than one working group. There's no so clear cut between what you do.、Um, it's really about what you are passionate about. Uh, supporting and what you think you may be able to help with, and and you won't be alone. So there's a a group of us. We meet for an hour every month. Um, but、uh, within each working group, you may have other um individual meetings that happen outside the exact meetings. So I would say that if you are not entirely sure. About whether you want to join the exact meeting or not, because sometimes we do meet at crazy hours <laughs> because people are from all over the world. <laughs> It's very early in the morning for me in Australia.、Um, so if you are not sure about that, you're always very welcome to join the working groups as community members first.、Um, a lot of work that we do, we we couldn't have done without this kind of support. You wouldn't be alone. You wouldn't be like just a group of、uh, a small group of people working on their own. It, there's、uh, a lot of connection with the wider community. So definitely go ahead and put your name forward. Yeah, thank you. I'm here with my next guest, and、uh, I would like to ask you. So, who are you, and where do you work? Yeah. So, thank you so much just for hosting me on this episode.、Uh, so, my name is Rogers Kadisa, and、um, currently doctoral research student at the University of Oslo in Norway.、Uh, but I'm originally from Uganda.、Uh, I'm here in Norway for my doctoral studies, and I did my master's degree in Australia, the University of Adelaide, and then later moved to Norway for. My doctoral studies. And what is topic-wise the focus for you in learning analytics? So, what do you research about? So, my research in、uh, learning analytics is、uh, grounded within the larger topic of dashboards, but specifically on teacher-facing dashboards. So, my doctoral research has been investigating how best we can use teacher-facing dashboards、uh, to support teachers, specifically in their learning design decisions. So I've been working on okay, how do we design dashboards specifically that are theory grounded, and how do we work with the teachers together in a co-design process to deliver and design dashboards that could be meaningful to their own teaching.、Um, when did you join the Solar Executive Board, and why did you join it? So my history in the, with the Solar、uh, Solar Executive is not that、uh, long, but I joined the board in March 2021. Currently, I'm, I mean I'm in the board as a Solar、uh, Member Representative, so we have、uh, that position as a one student who represents others or doctor current doctor student. One thing that one of the things that motivated me to join as a member is. First of all, I was really very interested in、uh, seeing how best I can contribute to the society. I mean, I, I've been part of the society、uh, as a member for about、uh, three, four years.、Uh, that's before my doctorate, and being part of this community, I became interested in seeing how best can I actually get involved in、uh, helping and、uh, driving forward the community. So when I saw the call coming, I thought that this was a very interesting opportunity for me to work closely. Uh, with the executive and、uh, see how decisions are made and how best I can actually bring the voice, especially for the underrepresented regions. As I said, I come from Uganda, and I thought that one of the best、uh, ways to contribute or to take learning analytics away or more into other regions that are underrepresented was to be part of the executive. And I think it has been an interesting process because being part of the executive, I've been able to be part of the conversations around、uh, the, all different strategic plans for the. 
executive and how they want to expand and include people from different uh, categories and how we can reach out to different uh, areas of the world, including Africa. So as part of this, I've been able to work with different people and I'm still working with uh, some people, some researchers from Africa to see how we can set up a special interest group for learning analytics researchers in Africa. And I think this is uh, this is still in the process, but I guess uh, being part of the executive has helped me to give me a platform to see how I can actually bring together different researchers uh, from such regions. You already touched on this a little bit, but what exactly is your role within the EXEC? So besides being a student member, I work a working group. So in solar, uh, as part of the executive, we have different working groups. And uh, myself, I'm working on, currently I'm attached to two working groups. That is, uh, one is the uh, the special interest group where I work as a co-chair. So here we coordinate uh, work for the different special interest groups of solar, communicate with them and try to uh, uh, approve new uh, applications and all sorts of work like that. And that's been really interesting because I've been able to interact with different members. But I've also be, I'm also part of the inclusion working group uh, where I'm a member, and uh, I'm also currently co-chairing that group. So I work on the uh, these two working groups, and then on top of being on the executive and being a student member of the executive. But also I've been working as a co-chair for the student uh, interest group. So I somehow double as a coordinator, but also have some leadership together with other non-members in that category. So you wear many different hats, basically. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> what would you say to someone who was thinking about joining the EXEP or for putting themselves up for nomination? What would be your recommendation for them? Well, uh, being part of the executive now for about... Um, uh, roughly eight to seven months. I think this is one of the best uh, opportunities for someone who is really interested in knowing much about learning analytics and seeing how the community can actually expand. So I would really highly uh, uh, recommend and encourage anyone who is interested in being an executive member. It's a best platform for you to network and work with many, many other people and interesting people in the learning analytics community. It also be a very good opportunity for you to get to know more about the plans of the society and also contribute further on the directions you would wish uh, to, to see the community going because during all the executive proceedings, you'll be able to push through your ideas it's a very uh, respectful community. Regardless of who you are, your ideas will be put into consideration. That means if there are certain directions, if there are certain perspectives you will see into the LAC community, you have the best chance and opportunity to be to put this forward through the executive. So I would really highly encourage and motivate anyone who is up for uh, election, like for the executive, because that's the best way you're going to get engaged meet all the interesting and the very fantastic people working with the uh, working with the executive so in brief it's exciting interesting and just go for it <laughs> so now i'm here with my next guest and um uh, just as a quick introduction i would like to ask to introduce yourself and let us know who are you and where do you work um, hi, Maren. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Nia Dowell. I am an assistant professor at the University of California, Irvine, in the School of Education um, and the director of the Language and Learning Analytics Laboratory. Nice. And what is the focus or the topic you mostly investigate in learning analytics? What is your focus there? It's hard to, it's hard to narrow that down, but I guess if I had to um, say it in just a sentence or two, um, we're primarily focused on uh, building computational models of, of 
student interaction. So that's behavioral interaction and communication interaction um, to gain a better understanding of different cognitive and social processes. And uh, you are part of the exec of the Solar Executive. So what was the reason for you to join the exec? So I was increasingly interested in the exec. Um, mainly it was because I was getting way more invested in um, solar as a community uh, over several years. And I just wanted to learn more about the inner workings. I wanted to support the organization. And that seemed like the best way to go about it. I also had several other colleagues that spoke really highly about the experience so that helped as well. Um, and so I decided to, I think it was right after um, I started my postdoc, I decided to um, put myself up for a nomination. So how long have you been on the exec? I'm coming up kind of on the end of my second year. So I think in March, it will be, it will be two years. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on, on re, reapplying, basically? Are you going to p- put yourself up for another term? I definitely do plan on uh, nominating myself again. I've had a great experience in the general exec and also in my experience with the um, inclusion working group. So I've co-chaired that with you, as you know, for most of my time in the exec. And so I do plan on nominating myself again. So hopefully I'll get to spend another two years learning more and helping out. That is already kind of going to the next question direction. I was going to say, so what is your role in the exec? So you said you, you're leading the, the inclusion group. So what, what do you do in that group? Or like, what are, what are the tasks that this group covers for the exec? I think the inclusion working group is a really unique institutional effort from Solar, from my experience with others, you know, similar communities. And I'm really glad it's there. So the, the overarching goal, or I think what is said on the, on the website is, um, it is a group of people who are working to make Solar and, and learning analytics, uh, the learning analytics and knowledge conference, um, more welcoming, uh, diverse and representative, um, both geographically, gender, across like all these, the, the normal lines. That's kind of intentionally vague, right? Because inclusion, I think an important question is like, what is inclusion and for whom? Um, and so I think that that's another broader question. We as a group have been thinking about like, how do we make How do we approach this topic of inclusion for different populations? So for newcomers, for instance, or for ethnic minorities or geographically underrepresented individuals. So what we're learning is it's a it's an umbrella description of what we're trying to do, but then we're also in our internal meetings really working to come up with specific, I think, solutions or attempts um, for specific problems. And what would you say to anyone who is thinking about joining or thinking about putting themselves up for nomination? What would your recommendation be of when when should people join? Why should people join the exec? I think I joined at a good time. I I actually didn't put myself up at the year before that intentionally because I was finishing my dissertation and things like that. Um, I think when you have a little bit of time that you can sort of, you know, engage meaningfully. Um, I think before you join, it's always good to maybe talk to some of the current members and get a, a, a little bit of an understanding of the inner workings, what goes on. Um, and definitely, I think something I didn't do and I wish I'd done is learn about the working groups. Like I didn't know very much about the working groups and, and um, which ones you might want to contribute to. You, you don't have to be a solar exec member, obviously, to, to join a working group, but from what I understand, it's nice to be a part of one as a solar exec. And so learning about what they do, so you have a better idea of which one might be a good fit for you. 
Perfect. Thank you very much. I'm here with my next guest today, and I would like to ask you um, to introduce yourself. So who are you and where do you work? Hello, uh, Aaron. My name is Roger Azevedo. Uh, I am a professor in the uh, School of Modeling Simulation and Training at the University of Central Florida, and we are located in Orlando, Florida. And I also have an appointment with a, a joint appointment with computer science and internal medicine here at the University of Central Florida. And with regards to learning analytics, what is the topic that you focus on most in your research? So as it relates to learning analytics, the topic that we focus more is on self-regulated learning and how we can use multimodal, multi-channel data to really understand the processes of self-regulation. So, for example, the cognitive, affective, metacognitive, motivational processes, and then how do we not only analyze those processes, but then how can we feed those data back to the stakeholders? So whether it's a student or a teacher, uh, or any other professional, like, and it can also be a parent, so that they can make good informed decisions. When did you join the exec and why did you join it? Yeah, so this is my first year uh, in the exec. Uh, and I joined because I've been going to, I think I've now, was it three or four LAC conferences where we presented at two? And I just find that with each LAC conference, or of course, before COVID, that I just found it very interesting how the LAC community is becoming so instrumental and so important across all the other societies that we usually participate in, whether it's uh, AI Ned or Learning Sciences or even AERA or uh, EDM, etc. The pervasiveness and the use of learning analytics across all these disciplines is extremely important. And I see learning analytics community is growing and pulling and collaborating with so many different researchers that it became important to be, you know, part of the, the journey, if you will, of how learning analytics continues to grow. What is your role within the exec? So my role within the exec, uh, I am the liaison for the, to the journal, journal of Learning Analytics, JLA uh, journal of the, uh, of the society, the Solar Society. And that's the, I guess, the major role. And then the other role is uh, to provide any feedback and to facilitate all the initiatives that uh, are led by the Solar, the executive committee, but also the society itself in supporting the use and, and spread, if you will, and, uh, of, of learning analytics across the globe. And what was your experience so far? Was it the, the work you've been doing in the exec? Was it basically as you envisioned it or was it different, more difficult, less difficult? What is your experience so far? Uh, I find myself, I'm going to be very honest, I find myself a, a little quiet right now because I'm still learning. There's a lot. This is a very active uh, society, right? The exec, uh, there's a lot of initiatives, which is really great. And I find like find myself learning a lot from the different initiatives and people who have played different roles, etc. So kind of accumulating knowledge. I feel like uh, hopefully getting to a point soon uh, where I can start making more contributions. But right now I'm, I'm more kind of in the in the learning phase, if you will, uh, of the um, of of being a member of the EC. And I just find it very interesting in terms of I've been you know a member of different communities uh, and societies. And I'm amazed just how organized, and the, first of all, the solar uh, society is, right? And how much you're trying to do in a, from a global perspective, right? In terms of really infusing and, and making sure that learning analytics it really, uh, the, you know, is spread throughout the world, if you will. And what would you say to anyone who is thinking about putting themselves up for nomination for the, the new election to become a member of the exec? What would your recommendations be or what would your, 
your things to think about be for anyone who's contemplating that? I would encourage uh, anyone to to be part of this, uh, first of all, great society and uh, the just the executive committee in, in general, you know, how supportive all the team members are and how collaborative they are. Uh, and I find that, you know, sometimes one joins a society, but there's very little impact that you can have. But I think with the Solar Society being in the exact, uh, that you really do have an opportunity to do a lot and to actually have an impact, uh, you know, uh, again, across the world and across the field and, and across other fields that are related to learning analytics. Thank you very much. In all our Solar Spotlight episodes, we play a little game with our guests called Two Truths and a Lie. This time, however, we will change things up a little and turn the game into three truths and a lie. So instead of each of them giving me three statements, I only asked for one. And from those four statements in total, you need to figure out which one is the lie. But first, let's listen to the solution from the last episode when Shibani talked to Leah McFedgen and Danny Liu. So the first statement is uh, that my preschool teacher was actually the one who named me, um, gave me my name, Danny. Um, the second statement mm-hmm. is that I'm actually a closet Apple fan, uh, and I only knock Apple publicly because um, I'm embarrassed to, to be a closet Apple fan. And the third one is I was actually an advanced ice skater in my youth. My first statement is, let me see, I am a certified scuba diving dive master, and I okay. completed that certification before I was 18. My second statement is... I've spent lockdown shut in my apartment in Vancouver, working at home like all my UBC colleagues. And my third statement is that my normal form of transport is a large motorcycle. So my my lie is I'm not a Cosa Apple fan. I, I despise Apple. I do ride a motorcycle and I am a scuba diver. So the lie was that I did not spend lockdown in Vancouver. I've been in New Zealand since March the 16th, 2020. And here are the statements from Yishan, Rogers, Nia and Roger. Uh, Within one month after I moved to Melbourne, I had a close encounter with a snake. I'm uh, I'm actually lucky that I was... uh... I was part of the first uh, international learning, the first conference in uh, Bath, Canada, when the learning analysis community was studying, and that was really interesting, and I liked it. Um, I rode horses competitively for most of my younger life. I have a black belt in Shaolin White Crane Kung Fu. So, who do you think told the lie? Yishan, Rogers, Nian, or Roger? Thank you for listening to Solar Spotlight, conversations on learning analytics. If you don't want to miss any episodes, subscribe to our podcast. You can find all available episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And if you are interested in shaping and guiding how Solar continues to serve the growing learning analytics community and would like to be part of the executive board, then head over to Solar's homepage, solarresearch.org, and fill in the form. You will need to provide your name and the institution you work at, a short biography, your interest in learning analytics and serving on the executive committee, working group interests, a photo, and your Solar membership number. The call for nominations will be open until January 14, 2022. The election itself will then be open to all Solar members between January 21st and February 4th, 2022. Also, look out for the upcoming Solar webinar with Inge Molenar on December 14th. Inge will talk about where learning analytics and artificial intelligence meet. 
And finally, registration for LAC22 is now open. The conference will again be fully online. The pre-conference schedule has already been released and all three keynotes have been announced. More information is available on lac22.solarresearch.org. My name is Maren Scheffel and I have been talking today with Yishan Tsai, Rogers Kalisa, Nia Dao and Roger Acevedo on their experience of serving as a member on Solar's Executive Committee. If you would like to continue the conversation and guess the lie, please tweet us at Solar Research using the hashtag Solar Spotlight. Until next time.